Aloha and welcome back shifters light guardians within this holographic matrix. Thank you so much for joining us. This is Brendan aka Skull Babylon aka Mystic Spider-Man aka a captain amongst captains. Thank you so much for joining if you're tuned into this broadcast and hey that means that means you're passionate about being able to help assist and accelerate the shift in consciousness and that's exactly what we are passionate about here too as well here for another synergy circle presented on behalf of paradigm shift central a portal for consciousness shifting media and a community helping support creators and leaders aka shifters people who are helping assist with the shift through acts of creativity and compassion so thank you so much everybody if you are tuned in on youtube do me a favor and just drop a quick 11 11 in the chat to confirm that everything is sounding good and that you guys can hear us perfectly and we're going to be getting into this broadcast as quick as we can because our friend oliver actually has to like head out uh very quickly so you can see him waving there so with a quick introduction in place for those of you who aren't entirely familiar please feel free to check out more paradigmshiftcentral.com we do these broadcasts to be able to practice bringing people together to practice having conversations about metaphysics spirituality how to continue to inspire and empower and take positive action to bring more creativity to create portals for synchronicity and magic to do things like free hugs to facilitate conscious community where we are all sorts of exciting things and this this community and this broadcast is about being able to create this space this synergy circle this round table to be able to bring fellow shifters here together to share updates in how we're helping assist with the shift as well as just be able to share some insight and wisdom and for tonight's broadcast as i'm about to pass it over to, to oliver just because he has to head out we're going to be flipping through some books uh once we go through the initial introductions and we're going to be focusing on like themes of like how to how to cultivate positivity within our life how to be able to cultivate a positive mindset so there's like books that we got with like all sorts of quotes in them that other people have made and we're just going to practice kind of flipping through that and reading and you the audience are going to get a ton of value as we just share all sorts of inspirational insight while talking about it at the same time and of course you are part of this conversation as well by being in the broadcast either now live in the future or in the future as well so thank you please feel free to like the button on like this broadcast on youtube if you haven't yet and please feel free to leave your comments afterwards and a quick special thank you again to our patreon supporters to help create this possible if you enjoy these broadcasts please feel free to contribute consider contributing a monthly micro donation of three dollars or eleven dollars or a thousand dollars and also get some cool rewards and perks within the community and at the eleven dollar level you can also join as a leading member and come on air during these broadcasts for future ones that we have planned so with that said we're gonna pass around the talking stick we're gonna pass it to oliver oliver he's been on broadcast before me and him last time you heard uh we went down and saw ama the hugging saint in toronto on my birthday if you remember that this is the same oliver uh he's been doing free hugs as well and he's a super awesome guy just to be able to to stand alongside with so oliver thank you so much for joining us here once again and and passing the talking stick over to you give us some quick inspirational updates and and i know both of us were out like picking up garbage earlier today <laughs> that was the thing we were talking about so oliver welcome to to the synergy circle welcome back once again brother always a pleasure to have you here and go ahead while you can quick quick message update inspirational wisdom that you would like to share with the other shifters out there when you're ready uh i'm ready yeah man thank you very much for that ni nice introduction and right it's so nice i think one of the best way to just being happier and happier and be happy and share happiness it's to be your to be yourself just be yourself and like we're living with some negative thing we did, there's a lot of negative thing around us but like the if the negative thing around you 
go have an eff effect inside of you, that's bad. But like you can block all that and just being a light and being full of love, full of happiness and like your consciousness and your eyes will open to all the happiness opportunity around you. And like last, uh, last, uh, last week, I assist in a conference about one of my friends who do like um, humanitarian cloning everywhere around the world. And like one of the things I remember the most in that, in that conference, it's like be yourself and like go outside and don't be afraid to make smile people, to make laugh people. It's really so important. And like just quick, quick, uh, be yourself, love everybody around you. A nice way to be happy is to do free hugs if you never do free hugs. Like one of the thing when, when you do free hugs, it's, it's like you smile. And I see, I, I saw, I read a quote about the laugh. Laugh is the language of the soul. Most of the time when you laugh, you happy and you make people happy around you. So try to laugh your life every day. Wake up happy. Say to yourself, hooray, life is a gift. Open it today. Yes. <laughs> For me, I, awesome, man. I have a bon, bon. I have a nice and really meet art meeting with somebody just two minutes right now. So I have to leave. Yes. I love you guys. Uh, Many blessings. I will be there on other broadcasts and like be yourself and love life. Thank you so much, Oliver. Thank you as always. And much love to you and to, and to all your friends and to everybody where you are as well. So many blessings, dude. We'll catch up with you soon enough. Yeah, much love, really. Bye. Hi. <laughs> See you soon. Cool. All right. So with that said, uh, like at, at this point, yeah, it, it's myself and, and it's Willow and we're going to move forward with this broadcast. If there are any other leading members who happen to be online, please feel free to let us know in the discord chat if you would like to be able to uh, join on air. But for the time being, I'm totally comfortable and confident uh, just rolling through this uh, with uh, with Willow as well. And uh, yeah, what we're going to do, first of all, I want to be able to introduce Willow. Willow hasn't officially been on one of the broadcasts yet, even though uh, myself and him have already gotten a chance to like chit chat and everything. And he was actually one of the published featured creators uh, within the newsletter that we put out this week, sharing some uh, some very personal poetry as well. So uh, what we do here within the Synergy Circle is we share like updates on things that we're working on. And so quick updates, but I'll share more about this later. Uh, I made a really, really funny video about Saturn going direct um, that, that a lot of people really liked and, and if you're watching this broadcast you probably saw it already and uh expect more of that and definitely let me know if that's like something you're just like yes brendan you're you're so weird and ridiculous and we want more of that give us give us more of them weird ridiculous videos or something with conscious and shifting intention right uh i'm definitely i've got like a unlimited supply of those and and again that's with the theme of saturn going direct so just to be able to create the container here again you know the bigger container, the bigger context, the bigger intention is to remind everyone tuning into this that we do these broadcasts so that it will help cultivate the, the fire of inspiration within inside you, within inside each of us listening to this as a community to be able to continue to inspire one another. And 
it's very very powerful for us to be able to doing for us to be doing this right now considering we're in this moment of saturn direct move meaning that saturn has previously moved from retrograde to direct and i'll just summarize this real quick and and, and perhaps will might actually have stuff to add on to this as well because some people uh, it's worth mentioning you know it's just like the cosmic forecast and and what does Saturn direct even mean? Like, please tell us, Brendan, I don't know that. And so if, if I, again, if I was practicing explaining this to someone who doesn't know, uh, even if someone didn't, oh geez, if someone didn't even, if they weren't familiar with astrology, the way how I explained it was like the planets, uh, when they're in different positions, each one kind of has like an energy to them and together they're like positioning kind of orchestrate the gears of the universe they kind of like move together in different patterns and when they're moving in different patterns it like changes the the overall framework of the of the hologram of the game that we are in and so when different planets are in different positions it kind of changes like the primary vibrations or the primary themes would almost be the the simple way of explaining it uh that are there for us as humans to be able to experience so it's like each each kind of period of time is actually there to be able to help evolve the soul where it's like, okay, like Mercury retrograde, something we've all heard before. It's like, this is a great time to be able to like practice clear communication and practice like reassessing how we're managing projects and being able to like make sure that we're expressing ourselves in, in, in as best way as possible, or maybe even just to be able to like practice establishing like more boundaries and everything like that. So that's kind of like one theme that we would get with Mercury retrograde with Saturn retrograde. The big theme of that is like, is, is basically just like managing like projects and accomplishing things and bringing things to fruition and like just like tending to the bigger picture and it's a very inspirational energy it's a very powerful energy especially for light workers light guardians for people helping shift consciousness because it means that there's like this like cosmic wave and it's there for us to ride if we choose to ride it and it's one of those things where it's like astrology is like even if you don't believe in it, it will still be there. But when you know that it's happening, you can kind of like ride like this cosmic wave. And now is like this super powerful time when the universe just has like a lot of power and potential towards supporting us in accomplishing our dreams, accomplishing our desires, accomplishing the things that we're doing to help other people, accomplishing just like the projects that we're working on, the entrepreneur stuff that we're doing. So that's a little bit about Saturn Saturn Direct. But again, if you would like more information on that and you haven't yet, please go check out my video uh, when Saturn goes direct, which is uh, some high quality woke humor there for you. So anyways, uh, that's just a quick update that I wanted to be able to share. And again, to be able to create the context that right now for us being able to do this broadcast moving forward really honoring saturn direct and honoring everybody just being involved and listening to this like this is a great time for all of us to just continue like leveling up stepping into our power becoming super saiyans essentially and and doing so uh not only just for for our own personal benefits but also so we can continue to show up in service for others as well allowing our story to, story to be bigger than our own so i'm gonna pass the talking stick over to to uh willow and if willow if there's anything related to, to saturn direct that you would like to share because we have i'm not entirely familiar with like how versed you are in, in the astrology realms of things um so if there's the stuff there that you want to talk about please absolutely and also use this as an opportunity to introduce yourself Tell us a little bit about what are you are doing to be able to help assist with consciousness, some of the things that you're passionate about, and anything else that you would like to be able to, to share with the people listening as, as we introduce you into the, the story here as a team. So, Willow, thank you so much again for, for being here and for, for supporting on the Patreon and for being a leading member. Happy to have you here, brother. So, when you're ready, go right ahead. Thank you. Uh, I would actually love to 
carry on with that conversation about the universe with a couple things. Um, I know there's a lot of people that are familiar with chakras within our bodies, but I think when we look outside of ourselves at the vastness of the universe, we kind of get overwhelmed because of our own ego that kind of holds us down and grounds us. But if we actually take a step back and look at the big picture, I see the universe working much like our own chakras. It's just the chakra of much more. Uh, and the energies that actually flow, like you were saying, those energies flow just like the top of the water. You know, it's, it's that one foot between the water and the air that gets the most action above an ocean. And that space is like the space that we exist in, in this dimension, that we feel, but we're told and conditioned by the world that you don't feel that, to kind of keep you docile. But I think the stronger the energies are, like during this time, as we go through this process with Saturn, it becomes much more apparent if we listen and if we tune in to the actual sounds, not only within our body, but within nature itself. Uh, on that note, I actually had an amazing session today for sound healing. I've, over the past few years, I've had a lot of issues with my physical body kind of breaking down on me as with all of us as we age. But with me, I've had a lot of off frequencies and I've really needed to retune with the universe and sound healing has really helped with that. I highly recommend it to anyone. Um, one of the things that is done is they use sounding bowls, they're singing bowls, both brass as well as glass and they are put on the actual body and then the vibrations not only are felt through the entire body but down to every single atom. And it really helps, at least with me, it really helped to realign with a higher thought pattern. And over the last two weeks since my first session, I actually had the strangest feeling of almost like the earth grabbing at my feet and constantly reminding me to stay grounded. And I think during times like this, when we're surrounded by darkness on a 24-7 basis, it's really important that we stay grounded to what makes us whole. Like Oliver even said, you know, we have to be true to ourselves. And the world out there doesn't really want that. The world out there wants your dollar. They want, you know, you to take part in the game that they want you to play, not the game of the universe. And so on that same note, I'm actually planning um, this upcoming weekend to do some free hugs at the Life is Beautiful Festival that is going to be downtown here in Las Vegas. So if anyone watching this would like to join me, I'm going to be on the Fremont Street area. It's going to be a lot of fun and lots of hugs, lots of love spreading. I think it's really important for us to remember that our physical bodies actually need things and one of those things is contact uh, hugging actually creates such an energetic contact between not only our physical bodies but our souls 
And it's amazing what one hug can really do. It can really change a person's life. So I definitely recommend um, the Free Hugs Project. And I thank you, Brendan, for sending out more buttons. Got my sign and my buttons, I'm all ready. So, and I got my crystal, which I'm super excited about. I can't tell you how much this has definitely helped with meditation and helped with um, like, a, like a fidgety thing, like fidget spinner, it's kind of funny, but I love it, it's handmade and I can't tell you how many compliments I get about it and people that wanna know more. So it's a great seed of life to really start that conversation. So definitely think that's a high stakes up. <laughs> awesome. Willow, thank you. Thank you so much for, for sharing that update. And, and yes, cheers to the power of the, the crystals. Ah, the crystals. Ah. Charged with essence. So, oh, yeah. We're also we're also going to be talking about dark crystal during this broadcast. That was something we decided upon. I'm sure some of you are probably pretty excited about that notion as well. And, and yeah, dude, thank you so much for, for, for the compliments. And, and again, I'm, I'm, I'm super happy to hear that even just like so soon after after having sent uh, the kit out for you that, that that you got from from signing up on the Patreon and, and becoming a leading member that you're already like, OK, I've got an event coming up like I'm going to do free hugs. I got you know, let's get these like the sooner you give out those buttons, like seriously, like you, you could give those buttons out pretty quick. Like, like I've already given buttons. Out. Go I haven't even gotten to the event yet. No, seriously, exactly right. So yeah, you could like in a, in less than a half hour on a busy street, those buttons will just get like people will just be like, oh yes, please, and there they go. And and absolutely, I'm I'm super happy to to know that that you're doing the free hugs and and fully, I I, I agree. And and Oliver, like again, Oliver is totally big into doing the free hugs. And and again, just like reminding. I think that's an important thing to just be able to remind ourselves that we as humans, we do have those needs. And you're right. One of those needs is physical contact. And we forget, like, I, I wish, I wish humans would, or at least society would just kind of like be a little bit more encouraging of allowing people to communicate their needs without having to feel shame. You know, like I, I wish people could just be kind of like show up to a friend in a very platonic way and just be like, Hey, like I, like I, I need a hug right now. Like guys, like in the same way you'd be like, I need a glass of water or something like that. You know, it's just like, Oh, I need someone to like help me fix my flat tire or something like that. It's like, I need a hug. Like I need, I need a little bit of maintenance. I need a little bit of, of love and, and yeah, I can hug myself, but we need each other. We absolutely do need each other. And, and sometimes, you know, again, like when you're out there doing free hugs, it's also you kind of like basically holding a sign that says who needs a hug, right? Like it's inviting people to be able to ask themselves and be like, Oh, like actually, yes, 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 yes. I do. I do. I do. Absolutely. And then again, it creates this very powerful space for people to be able to say yes to themselves, like asking for that and, and showing that, that they want that. And then again, it kind of ripples out even further than that. So, so I'm excited to be able to hear how that goes. And absolutely for anybody who may be in the Las Vegas area, uh, be sure to connect with Willow and we'll put Willow's information into the show notes. And again, you can also uh, find Willow's information uh, underneath like the, their profile on the main website for the new shift entry. And that'll be great. I mean, again, part of the reason with the, the shift buttons is, is who knows you you'll prop not even who knows, but like most likely you'll meet people 
who may be people who you'll be able to stay synced up with. And then who knows, like, I wouldn't be surprised if you meet someone who ends up like coming on to these broadcasts in the future or something like that. Right. Cause that's basically how the buttons are engineered. They're tools they are synchronistically designed for that purpose. So that's super exciting. Thank you so much, man, for, for sharing that update. And, and absolutely. I'm looking forward to being able to, to hear more about that as things unfold. So that's cool. That's cool. And when is that? That's this weekend. Yep. Start that... Tomorrow. Ooh. And what's it called? It's a life is beautiful. And cool. It's a so, festival. So is, is is it like a festival in the city, kind of? Yeah, it's in the downtown area where it's based. Okay, cool. And it's like a street festival? It's actually the seventh year they've done it. And the first time that I'm attending. It's, it's interesting, though, because it's one of those festivals that brings people that have the burner mentality. However, because it's at, at such a high dollar figure, it's very inclusive or no, very exclusive. So it kind of limits it to people who have the money. And so I'm going to actually stay on the outside in the Fremont Street Experience area where the free area is for basically people that are coming and going. And there's a free concert venue there as well. So I'm trying to connect with people who are more connected with the earth and connected with a higher consciousness versus a higher dollar figure mm -hmm. absolutely i dig it i dig it man no that's really cool like i i'm, I'm basically just envisioning you just kind of like walking around on a super hot sweaty day and and just getting like a million hugs well thankfully know, so. i will tell you right now it is no longer hot and sweaty here <laughs> what down to about 84 degrees which is kind of nice. okay comfortable then that's good right. that's good perfect sticky for hugging <laughs> awesome awesome cool cool wonderful well dude that's re that's really exciting and um so yeah like we we can get into talking about a couple things we can talk a little bit about dark crystal without giving any spoilers away uh we can talk about uh like the positivity thing uh, i did just want to talk about real quick i put up a post earlier today um that i know some people were a little inspired by it was super simple but it was basically just a post of me talking about uh like picking up some garbage in my forest and, and, and I'm just mentioning that here on the broadcast because I want to be able to like say it so that people in the broadcast can be like, oh, sweet. Like, like, oh, yeah, that's a thing. That's a thing that we can do. Uh, Willow, you have to step out for a bit. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. OK, no, no problem. I, I got this. Just I got minute. this. Cool. Yeah. OK, cool. All right. So. So, yeah, just talking about uh, just talking about the post that I put up real quick. Uh, yeah, it was basically a post where like I, I went down to the creek. I was meditating down there. I was just kind of chilling out. Actually, what I, what I do like sometimes when I'm there is I really love being in the forest and being able to talk out loud in, in a way that just like allows me to get into a creative flow where I can like ask myself questions. And then I just kind of like allow myself to, to listen to myself when I talk out loud. So, you know, I'll basically just ask, be like, be like, what do I need? Or like, what am I excited to do? And I'd be like, I'm excited to create community. And as I'm doing this, I'm like, I'm like doing martial arts at the same time. <laughs> like, seriously, this is what I do, right? I'm like, I'm like, I'm excited to create community. I'm excited to help like build like a, a, a sacred space for leaders. I'm excited to create inspirational content. Like I am here to be able to help like create lasting impressions. I am here to be able to like plant seeds and, and help support the children of the future and all sorts of things like that. So, um, so anyways, uh, that's a whole thing in itself where for anybody listening to this, if you haven't yet go out in nature and again some place where your neighbors aren't going to hear you so you don't get self-conscious and you can really just let yourself go 
and, and just like practice kind of like talking out loud and, and even singing too. Like that's kind of what I was doing. I was like doing like sing song stuff at the same time and kind of like a little bit of flow tree. That's how you get good at flow trees by like going into the woods and just practicing it and creating that space for it to be able to come through. So anyway, so I was down there and then as I was like leaving the forest, I kind of like walk and, and there's like garbage like in my path, like not even a lot of it. But the fact that there was actually like not a lot of it made it even stand out even more because it was like this nice area and and basically I'm just kind of standing there and I'm just like, hmm, yeah, okay, like if I walk past that, it's probably going to be here the next time I come back and if I don't pick it up no one else probably will and it might be there for years and so anyways i had an extra bag on me and, th and then i started picking up one piece then i picked up another piece then i picked up another piece and and eventually i just spent like the next wasn't even that long it was just like 15 minutes just for, like filling up a bag but uh yeah again like something like that it definitely like just kind of like energetically like for my own relationship with the space like kind of like deepens it again this is like a sacred space that i care about and and so for me to just kind of like walk past it and just be like oh like sorry forest pick up your own garbage like that's not very fair that's not very friendly to the forest so i uh, again being a cancerian and being like sometimes like very emotional and intuitively connected to nature and everything like that it's one of those things where if you can make a difference you should make a difference if you can make a difference you should make a difference and so i really encourage people to just like make a habit if they haven't already yet bring a bring a bag with them and if you're going through walks in nature, like make it like a scavenger hunt, make it like a video game. Like it feels like Pokemon adventure. Be like, oh, like here's one, here's one. And then you like find it and fill it up and there's achievement and it feels good. And again, you can take pictures on social media and put up stories about it. And uh, again, I know something like that. Like even I, I posted on Facebook and like my dad liked it. And so, and then, and then my like, my like dad's cousin liked it and stuff. So you never know how far those ripples will go. But again, I think it just kind of reflects on the idea that, you know, it's little examples like that, that help remind people that they can do it too and 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 that it actually feels good it, it's something where it's just like mm, yeah it feels good to be responsible it feels good to be able to like take responsibility uh into into our field and to be able to just like lead by example and to be able to share that story and invite others to be able to do it too and uh so that was one thing and, and yeah and, and i put up some pictures as well it was kind of interesting because part of what got my attention uh, originally I was just going to like pick up garbage and I wasn't even really going to take a picture of it, but I'm like, ah, you know, I can do this too. Um, but what was interesting is that there was like some garbage there and it had been there for so long that like the earth like grew over it, which, which I thought was fascinating. And it reminded me, and I wrote about this on my Instagram post about this concept. Uh, it, it's, it's a phrase called postopia. And I had only recently heard this and, and postopia basically kind of, you know, like dystopia or utopia postopia is kind of like a world that exists after humans. And it's basically like this world where like if humans weren't here for like a hundred years, what would it look like? Right? Like nature would grow back. Like the forest would like overtake the man-made structures. And that was kind of what was happening here. Literally just with this garbage, there was like a lid from like a McDonald's cup and the earth had like absorbed it. It like sucked it in. And I, and I couldn't even like get it all out without even without having to like dig it up and it, and it just looked like really fascinating and just really reminded me of the power the humbling power of nature and also again like our own impermanence where it's like oh we're here right now but if we weren't here then like it wouldn't take long for like nature to just kind of like swarm back in and just like reclaim the spaces that we've kind of like pushed it back on and there was like a lighter and, and again i posted up the, because the pictures like i just 
from my artistic mind, I'm like, oh, this is really fascinating. It just looks really interesting like to just see nature working in this way and there was like a lighter and yeah and the lighter it was like absorbed it was like there was like moss growing over it and stuff like that it was just really really fascinating and so that was just a little post that i put up put up and again that was a little post that i put up with the intention of just being able to help like assist with the shift in consciousness by 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 just allowing people to be like hey this is something that i can do too and, and so, yeah, thank you again, everybody who's been following me on my Instagram. I know uh, Instagram uh, there, there's definitely been a lot of engagement. So I really appreciate it between uh, the videos that I've been posting, like the when Saturn goes direct, like that's got like over 1200 views on there. Uh, some like <laughs> the dark crystal meme that has like over like 800 likes. I know a lot of people resonate with that. So like I said, we'll talk a little bit more about the dark crystal uh, in the next few minutes once Willow gets back but for everybody here thank you so much for joining in uh it's in terms of live people tuning in tonight uh it's it's a bit of a it's a smaller crowd which is totally fine but at the same time i just want to acknowledge the fact that there's like hundreds of people listening to this in the future so again by you listening to this in the future we we pass on the intention for you to be able to continue this continue carrying this inspiration with you to continue carrying the shift with you as well so thank you again, everyone, for, for being shifters and helping make a difference where you are. So, um, yeah, I wanted to be able to pass it back to Willow and uh, just be able to check in uh, before we switch gears into talking a little bit about Dark Crystal without getting into spoilers. And then uh, flipping through my book about, like, positivity. And then we'll just probably riff it for another hour. And this is all just practice. And, again, we're here to be able to create, you know, like power powerful space reinforcing space inspirational space so that by you the listener by the time you're done listening to this you're just like oh like it felt good to hang out with the paradigm shifty crew and and to like get some get get my spiritual batteries recharged so that's what we're here to do we're, we're here to help recharge some spiritual batteries as we all continue to level up together so willow passing it back to you is there anything else uh in terms of your story that you would like to share in this moment uh, in terms of introducing so that people can get to know you a little bit more and just even share a little bit more about what your skill sets, what you, what you work on. Cause I know you mentioned before, like you, like you, you've got some entrepreneur stuff you're working on and, and maybe even some of the intention behind there, whatever this, again, as a leading member, please use this platform to be able to tell people what you do and invite them to connect with you while inspiring them simply by sharing your story. So whatever you would like to share, Willow, go for it. Thank you. So a little bit about me, um, I've had probably way more experiences in my 40 years of life than the average person does in 80 years. And I think at least from the knowledge that I have been gifted with, I'm pretty sure this is definitely the hardest life that I've ever lived and for a reason. And I'm thinking there's a lot more people that re that, that resonates with. Um, the more knowledge that we have, the more experiences that we go through, the more we're connected to that higher consciousness. There's that, um, I, I keep going back to that calling of nature where it's that tune or a song of the universe that we basically all forgot and when we do remember that tune it starts to resonate in our minds and brings us a little bit closer to that higher state and that's basically what brought me here uh my first probably seven years here in las vegas i've been um 
really torn between being a corporate person and being my own person. And after being a dancer at Disneyland and working in the theater industry and the entertainment industry, I am now happy to say that I can basically work for myself. And I do live a life of a disabled person because I can't properly walk the way I used to, but I still get around and I still keep going and try to stay positive every day. And that's something that I know really connects me with a lot of different people because pain is infinite. You know, it really touches people on every different level from gender to background to orientation whatever whoever you are or whatever you are pain is a part of life and for me I have found a way to reinterpret pain into existence and realize that the wounds that we have can only be nothing more than wisdom and use it going forward versus going backwards. And so for me right now, I'm actually working on a passion project, which is a, a small business slash who knows where it could go. <laughs> but I'm starting a shoe company where I'm designing my own shoes and putting it out there specifically as the world's first LGBTQ uh, shoe brand. And it's kind of interesting to me that no one has done this before because there's a lot of there's a lot of money in the industry to actually promote change and very few do you know there's one company the Tom's company that I'm sure many people know that actually gives back with every shoe purchase and that's something that I actually wanted to incorporate into my company so the way that I'm doing that is I'm actually working with different um podiatrists and foot technicians and doctors all over the world to be able to offer free foot care with every purchased shoe so that money will go back into the community to actually help people with the one thing that they use on a day-to-day -day basis that they always forget about, which is their feet. You know, it really not only grounds us to the planet, but it keeps us going. And my biggest philosophy in life is keep moving forward. So for me, working with shoes and working with the community, it really seems to fit perfectly. Mind you, it's still a work in progress and it's still growing. So I do have a website up right now that uh, you can access through my Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff, but it's grimshoes.com. And feel free to check it out grim with two m's and it's um yeah it's still growing but it's just um i don't know it feels like it's a means to get by it is definitely not my ultimate path but it is definitely the path that i'm on right now and i think that like a lot of other people there's many options thrown out there by the world something that that keeps echoing back in my mind is a commercial that I keep seeing on the television all the time, which is actually on YouTube as well, you might see it. And it's from Wix.com. And they specifically say, 
no one knows where great ideas come from. And they're trying to basically sell you a website to create your own ideas. But the fact of the matter is we know where great ideas come from. They come from the mind. And the problem is most entities just want to make money on that idea. They don't want it to do any healing aspect. So I definitely encourage people that if you do have creativity within you, keep it going, keep putting it out there in the world, keep it positive, and it will pay off. Um, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Willow. And, and, and absolutely, you know, like it, it takes a lot of courage to, to kind of be able to, you know, be like, I've got an idea and, and it's coming through me and, and I'm going to bring it out into the world. And there's like a lot of trust behind that as well, because obviously, you know, like, like you said, like there's, there's much more to your story than, than, than just shoes, but absolutely. I think it's one of those things where it's also like a networking thing and then you find people and then you connect to them and then it's, it's more than the shoes. It's actually the message uh, behind, behind helping people and just bringing again, you know, more, more joy, more positivity, more pride, like into our everyday lives as well. So I think that's really awesome. And, and again, for those of you looking to check it out, uh, we'll put uh, Willow's uh, information into the YouTube links as well. But yeah, Grim Shoes is G-R-I-M-M shoes.com and you can check it out and you can also find him at prince willow on instagram as well and it's spelled w-i-l-l-o-u-g-h willow that way so yeah no that's awesome man and, and, and again going back to you just like sharing a bit of your story i appreciate you sharing that because again it's one of those things where like you're right like it's 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 one thing to be able to try and tell people like oh like you know just heal just heal your pain just heal your things and stuff like that and and to say it is one thing but the best the best teachers and the best healers are those that have done the healing work themselves you know like otherwise like what else do they have to go on it's like oh i know all about healing because i've read it in a book like sure that can help but as a spirit, if a spirit's like, yo, I want to come here and I really want to help people. And then it's like, okay, that's what I want to do. And then there's like, kind of like a fine print to that agreement. If you sign up for it and it's just like, oh, okay. In order for you to be able to help people heal, we're going to put you through a bunch of pain and we're going to put you through a bunch of like uncomfortable circumstances. You're going to make it through. You're going to survive. You're going to like come out of it and become like this very like refined crystal and super strong and super vigilant, super perseverant. And also like, Again, kind of what you were saying, oftentimes it is people that have, that, have, that have lost so much, that have gone through loss, that have gone through grief, that they themselves become the beacons of inspiration for others about being able to see the world in a positive way, you know, and, 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 I've, and I've seen that before with other people, like you, you, you would think, you know, the person who has everything they want would be happy, yet usually the person who has it like it easy is just like, oh, I, I feel really like unsatisfied. There's something missing. There's something in my soul that just hasn't been filled yet. And then you see people who have like minimal, but maybe they just have like, you know, their health and, and maybe that was something they almost lost like at one point and they're just like, wow, I am so grateful just to be able to like breathe today and to just be able to like see the sun and to be in this reality and to just be able to like 
feel the air and to feel feel like the actual like breath of my lungs filling up and everything like that and and again so i really just uh, acknowledge and honor because i i know you haven't gotten into too much detail about your personal story and and if that's maybe that will be for like another broadcast but but absolutely because and any well for those of you who are interested you can go and read uh willow's poem it actually it, it goes into it there and it's, it's a very powerful way uh of being able to share it but absolutely again i really just acknowledge and honor like what your soul has been through as a way to be able to help like assist others and and for for each of us for all of us here to continue to be able to like bring more of that positive mindset into into our everyday lives especially when we're learning from the people that have like been through you know those we all go through the dark nights of the soul and i think that's kind of the thing is that we all need to we all need to learn how to be adaptable and we all need to be able to have you know that attitude of gratitude as i say like your attitude determines your altitude is kind of the thing that that i think uh, really really goes a long way so uh again you know for everybody here allow this moment in this broadcast just be an opportunity to just be able to like really connect with gratitude and, and and to really just be able to you know you can still cultivate a positive attitude without having to go through turmoil and loss and grief and pain and suffering and everything like that like it, it's it's hard to say like what the universe has in, like planned in, in some form or another um but absolutely cultivating gratitude is something that i think uh is something that what i want to get into within this broadcast is something that is like a skill that can be taught it's a it's a practice that can be developed it's like a muscle that can be flexed so that's what we're going to get into in a little bit uh after we talk probably about a little bit about the dark crystal eventually um but yeah i did uh just want to pass it back over to you willow if there's anything else uh that that you wanted to share or, or just kind of you know like how your pain in in itself has you know what it has taught you as a catalyst if and, and we can kind of we can kind of get into this conversation as we get into the other conversations but if there's anything else you want to share in the moment uh, just go ahead and let us know. I do want to kind of go back to that topic that we spoke of earlier, which when, when Oliver was here too, which is happiness and that state of being. You know, we're very much told as peons in this world that happiness is from external things, when in reality it is a state of being within ourselves. And the choice of being happy is much more of a choice than we ever actually realize. And I don't think we truly experience happiness until we experience sorrow. You know, I, I know from my experiences in life, one thing that is always at the forefront of my mind is the thought that it's not worth having unless it's worth fighting for. And personally, I am a lover. I am not a fighter, but I have been a warrior and I know what it means to be a fighter. And in this darkness that we are facing in this world right now, we have to be warriors of light. We have to be guardians of kindness. We have to be teachers of compassion. And through all those things, we then receive appreciation for not just the gifts that we're giving out but also the gifts that we receive back which kind of actually works yeah. perfectly with what i wanted to talk about with dark crystal 
It, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. No. That's what I'm saying. I'm like. I'm like. I think this segues nicely into the Dark Crystal because. Um, well, uh, did you want? Did you want to start off? Otherwise, I, sure. I was going to give like a little bit of a plot synopsis and just explain why we're talking about Dark Crystal in the first place. But well, yes, I, I'll wait on my reading, but I definitely want to say that for anyone out there who's in my age group and remembers the original Dark Crystal movie. I would like to just point out something, which is it was one of Jim Henson's babies. But I think one thing that a lot of people missed with the first movie was how much heart was put into it. Each and every one of the characters, all of the everything, the, from the set to the puppets, were all handmade and hand-operated. And this was before computer-generated computer images. And the movie had such an impact on people's lives that it became a cult classic. And now we're 35 years later, and this new experience, thanks to Netflix, has come out. And I cannot tell you how worried I was in the beginning at it being totally botched. But it actually is completely not. It is amazing. So little CGI that there is still heart. Every single one of the pieces of the entire show is um, handmade still, hand-operated, and is just so full of heart and such a wonderful message. Now I think you go, Brandon. <laughs> awesome, perfect, perfect. Sets me up perfectly. So, so yeah. So, talking, talking about talking about Dark Crystal for for a second, and uh, some of you would have seen the post that I put up on Instagram earlier in the week. And uh, basically, I'll read the post here. It says, uh, "This is the image for those of you who can see." um on the video feed but it's like a picture of like the main characters kind of with their mouths open and stuff like that like i photoshopped that and it says when you realize the dark crystal series is actually a parable for the story happening on earth right now and a call to action for our collective shift in consciousness and so absolutely like this going back to what to what willow was saying it needs to be recognized that Jim Henson, like the original creator of the original Dark Crystal and the, and the creator of the Muppets, like he himself, like is a light worker. Like you can you can think of himself as a light worker, and he's like using art and creativity to like be able to put forth like inspirational messages, to be able to like help people see the world in different ways, and to help them see themselves in different ways. Like and that was all throughout the Muppets too. Like if you look. At, the, at like the, the the main characters of like Kermit and everything, so much of it was like introspection and gratitude and magic and just like Kermit singing songs and everything like that. And it was very heart oriented, a very loving story uh, behind it. And so this was a man who was absolutely passionate about being able to like help others and inspire the imagination and to tell bigger stories in creative ways. And so. It was such a such a powerful uh, powerful thing to be able to experience this new Dark Crystal series, and so again, just without without getting into spoilers to the best of our abilities, uh, the new Dark Crystal series was recently released on Netflix. So go ahead and check it out there. Uh, if you don't have Netflix, uh, it is possible to find it elsewhere uh, without me having to give you too much instructions. But where there's a will, there's a way, and basically. 
this is a prequel to the original Dark Crystal movie. And so the original Dark Crystal movie uh, takes place and there's uh, these two characters and they're known as Gelflings. And then there's these bad characters known as the Skeksis. And they're kind of like these like bird characters that look like really evil and everything like that. And then there's the Dark Crystal itself. And then so like the Gelflings are kind of on this journey uh, to be able to like help uh, in a sense like rebalance the, uh, the, the, the whole like bigger picture and to kind of like defeat the Skeksis of their evil rule and everything like that to be honest I can't fully remember all of the exact plot points from the original movie but the the new series is a prequel and how it is a parable for for what's happening on earth right now which is again the reason why I wanted to talk about this is that the general story is again like it's like the Skeksis who are basically trying to become immortal and, and they want to live forever. And they're very much fueled by greed and by, and, and by, you know, like lust and just like constantly wanting to like get, 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 get without really thinking about like who, who gets in the way and who they have to destroy in order to be able to get what they want. You know, it's very like, they're, they're very much like this, like kind of dark ego side of, of something inside of our culture that we often see through like, you know, corporations and politicians and just like people who are just like money, 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 uh, type thing and trampling on like the lesser you know people in, in a less less fortunate situations and so they basically uh this is not really spoilers but it's just again more so the premise and they are essentially uh absorbing the essence from other beings uh within this world uh who are the gelflings and there's like an entire world of gelflings and uh, they're basically like ruling over the Gelflings without the Gelflings actually knowing that the Skeksis are actually evil. The Gelflings like trust the Skeksis because they're in power, but no one's really questioning it. So again, it's kind of like this parable to like what's happening on Earth where it's like, oh, it's like, oh, yeah, like it's like I trust my government. It's like, why? It's like because they're my government, like because they know better, because I've been told to trust them in, in a sense. Right. And this is like kind of like the same mindset that we see in the in the movie. It's like it's like, what? Like, how dare you question the Skeksis? Like there there are rulers they're They're here with our best interests. But as anybody who has spent like a few hours on the Internet, I'm sure or even just, you know, over the past 10 years, I'm sure more people are, are starting to realize that you're like, oh, OK, like there's there's some like shadowy stuff going on. There's some dark stuff going on. There's some stuff that like needs to be sort of like looked at and balanced and addressed and be able to like bring balance to the whole. And so the story in itself is again, like the Skeksis and they're basically like absorbing the essence uh, literally and metaphorically from these other creatures and basically trying to like get what they need out of it to be able to live forever and to be able to just continue to rule and be in power and the Gelflings also have this other part of the story where they themselves are remembering their connection to the earth. And this is where it gets really cool because it's very much about like the Gelflings awakening of consciousness. And you have multiple characters within this series that are very spiritually oriented. They're basically like all like shaman characters in many different ways. And so there's different tribes and then the different tribes over the course of the series, this isn't spoilers, but eventually they all start to unify. They all start to see each other as one. They become like just like united in a higher cause, in a higher purpose, and also in love and to be able to like bring people together. And so where once the Skex, the, the Gelflings had some division between themselves, eventually that illusion of separation dissolves. And, and this is, again, the shift in consciousness where it's like, you know, here we are as humans and it's like, oh, it's like, it's like, 
you're black, I'm white, they're yellow, that guy's purple. It's like, we can't be friends because someone told us that we're not supposed to be friends. And then that, and then it's, we start to realize, it's like, wait a second, like, we're in control of our own narrative here. Like, who's telling us that, that we should be, you know, at conflict with one another? Who's pulling the strings here? And then we sort of, like, once, uh, again, we kind of, like, once those strings are cut, we kind of become autonomous and we kind of become free. And we realize that so much of our power actually comes in acknowledging our unity and also, again, being able to, like, find our unity and connection to to the earth and, and to the spirit of the earth. And this is what in the series they refer to as Thra. Thra is, is, is the earth. And there's this other character who's like this this elderly shaman woman. I, I forget I forget her name right now. But, yeah, like she's a very prominent character who's kind of like planting the seeds and assisting them uh, on this journey of the, of the Gelflings kind of rising to power. And there's this whole prophecy and um and, and the other thing without i'll just say this very vague because i don't want to get into like specific spoilers but there is like also this this whole idea of like the skexies themselves being part of a bigger mythos where it's basically uh like like the yin and the yang like coming together as 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 a as a higher thing so like the skexies are like one side of a yin yang type thing and and then that in itself which you see in the in the old dark crystal movie you see this by the end of the dark crystal movie so kind of spoilers but not really but but it, it is it's about like the the skexies and and again i don't want to say too much but it's kind of like this like this this remergence of of kind of like a ourselves into our higher selves and and us kind of like remembering who we are so the skexies uh they become like a metaphor for, for us kind of like being able to see through through our own illusions through our own uh stories of ego may i interject as well so yeah will will go ahead jump in and add, add on to that where where you wish um, I, I definitely want to point out that the entire world of the Dark Crystal was really created without the human touch to try to take our minds outside of our present existence. And the way, the way that everyone connects, um, the way it actually connects to the real world is quite mystical because the creator Brian Proud is the actual artist who did all the drawings and he has a pretty interesting story himself, but that's for another time. But one of the things that he used was the only human aspect, which is sacred geometry and ley lines. And he put that into every single character every single tree, every single flower, in every detail to bring it to life. So we can actually connect to it on a deeper level than just a superficial topical level. And I think what's really powerful in it also is if we look back at our own human history, it's kind of like a wave where we have gone from a matriarchal society to a patriarchal society, which we're presently living in. But the Gelfling world of Thra is run under a matriarchal society. And it's interesting how they did that specifically to keep the flow of nature, the flow of what is innate in all of us and that is mother so the lead character hero if you will of the entire thra story is mother agra and she from the original movie she actually entrusts the crystal of truth 
with the Skeksis and was basically tricked into going away and exploring the universe instead of staying home and protecting Thra. And that to me connects really well with each and every one of us because we all know of mother nature. We all know of an energy to the planet and yet we forget so easily by the outside world when we're told no you you can't achieve your goals or we're told no this is as much as you're going to get when in reality deep down each and every one of us is completely unlimited but that in itself is terrifying for any government for any ruler for any leader most power is consumed through using others. And with the Dark Crystal theme, the Gelflings are the original inhabitants of Thra, and yet they are just being drained dry from material possessions to food to literal essence by these upper power Skeksis. And I think that there's so much written in between the lines of this show that has really spoken to me and will speak to you too. And I really think that if you have an opportunity, it may be long, but you should definitely check it out. It's pretty powerful stuff. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. And, and thank you. Thank you again for helping paint the, the bigger picture there. And, and, and again, you know, like when we look at the creative team behind this, there's an intention behind them making this series. It's not just like, oh, let's just make something that's going to make money and, and, you know, like Netflix is going to pay for it and things like that. And we're all going to become famous and everything. Like, no, there's much more of a bigger story behind uh, this Dark Crystal series coming back, especially at such a relevant time now. And again, it's basically serving as a parable. It's it's this is a very powerful idea that I've talked about in, in other videos I've made many of you have seen the conscious movie reviews that I do and I'll talk about this this idea that you know like this is the universe doing what it can to help wake itself up like the people who are making this movie are not separate from source this is source making this movie telling the story for us to be able to see it and yeah we're being entertained but at the same time there's like a very powerful message that's reaching our soul. And for people who are in this community and are already kind of like on their spiritual journey, like we're seeing this and we're just like, oh my God, this is so obvious. Like here it is, this movie, like talking about, you know, like awakening our, our divine intelligence and our divine connection with, with the earth and then rising in that power and, and not being taken advantage of and having our having our essence drained. Yes, give, give us your essence. Mm. That's that's basically I me and my buddy we were doing some pretty good skexy impersonations. Mmm Yes, we want to take your essence. Mmm That's 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 like well that's that's real man. That's like that's again that's like that's not even just like one person in general, but that's like the 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 natural shadow side of our own self that's there to actually like serve as the dirt on top of the seed to be able to create the the, the strength and the, the ecosystem for us to be able to like grow through to become stronger through to call us into our power. You know, it's that you need you need a story in order for the hero to rise. You need some sort of like antagonist. You need something to challenge. You need something that's going to call them to action. And that's kind of like, again, what 
in this story, like that's that's what the Skeksis do. Like they're they're taking advantage and and the problem becomes a solution at that point. And so again, like for us to see the bigger picture let's look at the picture in our world and just be like, where is the problem happening? And then to see that as a call to action to be like, I'm going to do something about it. Be like, Oh, what's that? Like people are like burning the rainforest and like doing it for like really unjust reasons or like, Oh, what's that? There's like political corruption or what's that? Like our oceans are getting messed up. What's that? People are littering in my forest. What's that? Like, you know, there's not enough free hugs going around and everything like that. We need to be able to see those things and, and not to just like sit idly by, but to be able to see it as a call to action, to see it as something that's like bringing us into our, our hero archetype. Um, so yeah, there is a there's a couple other things, but but go ahead, Will. Will just passing back to you. I can I know you're got something you want to say. Go for it. Yeah, I think one of the key factors to the um, Dark Crystal saga is that as they drain um, more and more energy from Thra they are actually spreading what's called the darkening. And the darkening is actually an energy in itself that consumes life energy. And I think that's really powerful for us in today's world because we are sold so many things that are told to us as you know helpful or useful or healthy even. But in reality all of the consequences are not actually laid out and we don't necessarily do enough research to actually see where our fruits are coming from or how badly we are impacting climate change. But there's so many negative things happening that it's almost overpowering and it's almost in itself like a darkening that's spreading through every single one of us that we have to fight on a daily basis and we have to continue to remind ourselves of the greater good and the higher power because so many generations before us have lost hope because they didn't see changes. But I believe that the changes that they didn't see was because they were looking from a small perspective when we actually open up and look from a larger perspective, there's a lot of changes happening, little at a time. And all of those little things, they all build up. It just takes time. And ultimately, that's all we've got is time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and um one of the things we just actually kind of forgot to mention within like the synopsis is is yeah, so like there's the Skeksis, there's the Gelflings, and there's this thing that they're referring to as the darkening. And and so again, and it's because the crystal itself is 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 the heart of Thra, as they call it. So it's like it's like a holographic key to to the rest of the earth. And and if Thra is like unwell, the crystal is unwell. If the crystal is unwell, Thra is unwell. And then that kind of like spreads through throughout all beings and that's where you start seeing like some of the animals they start kind of getting possessed by by what they're referring to as the darkening so it's kind of again like this parable this metaphor for this idea that and this is a very powerful idea because again you know sometimes we think about um like all like you're saying all the things happening in the world and stuff like that essentially all the things that are happening in the world right now that we recognize as being quote-unquote like evil and dark and stuff like that like it's actually like all the same thing like it's all actually like one thing. It's it's the one thing. And therefore, 
what we are actually doing by like by helping like balance the darkening within our own beings is actually like helping the entire thing. So like that's that's it's it's a it's it's a it's, I, I just remember that being like such a big paradigm shift where it's just like man like the same evil that was like in like Hitler and like you know the rise of Nazi Germany just as just as a general example is like still the same thing that is like is inside any of us that might just want to be like, be like, Oh, I just want to like punch that guy, guy in the face and, and something like that. Right. You'll just kind of like have this reaction that might just kind of like pop up in you. But again, we have to be like the heroes within our own being within our own consciousness to be able to observe that and then make a choice, essentially make a choice and be like, what path do I want? What do I want to, where, which way do I want to go with this? Do I want to just like continue feeding into this? Or do I want to be able to say like, no, this doesn't feel right intuitively to my being. And I want to be able to like bring about harmony in, in, in that path. And so, yeah, like this, this series is such a, such a powerful series. And it really just kind of like helps awaken uh, the hero inside each and every one of us. And it really is, again, kind of like this underdog story. We always like rooting for the underdog and, and, and the, the Gelflings coming together. And again, like Gelflings, AKA Elflings, AKA Elfs, AKA the higher self, is kind of like the way I see it. When we think of elf, like the word elf, I always see it as like self. And then I think of it as like the higher self. So it's like our inner elf. So like we all have like the, the elf that we see within mythos and, and, and folklore. It's very much kind of like, again, that, that story that serves as a bridge to remind us of our intimate connection to the world around us, which is what the elves are all about. They're all about the magic being like kind of like the magic between realms and, and the natural connection to the world around them. And so it's like, oh, wait, that's actually still us. It's actually still us. So, so I definitely am planning uh, for those of you who, who are curious, I'm planning on doing um a, a much more in-depth uh video essay review of the dark crystal series i i haven't fully started on it but even just this conversation is like starting to like get ideas and, and i appreciate willow just being able to chit chat with it and for anybody else in the comments let us know of what you saw within the dark crystal and maybe how it inspired you as and, and what parables what you know how did you see it as a parallel for for society and and again you know like the the whole idea and and i remember seeing this like when uh the first dark crystal movie when i watched it and and it wasn't when it originally came out it was like way later and i was like whoa like this this story is like literally talking about draining life force from beings like essence from being and that is actually like a very very real thing and i just want to hit upon this real quick and we'll just chit chat just for a couple minutes and then we'll switch gears into our other topic here but again you know like we as humans have to acknowledge um uh, like we need to be responsible for like claiming our vitality, cultivating our vitality and paying attention to like things that are sucking, sucking it away. Things that, that we're like giving it away. And, and again, like this vitality is like our attention. This vitality is our focus. This vitality is our physical well-being. This vitality, literally, uh, one of the main things can also be thought of as like the cultivation of sexual energy as well. And and this is where like if again, without it having to really be like too outside the box. But if you were to like think about this idea that again, you know, 
it's not so much that the Skeksis are just trying to, like, yeah, the Skeksis are draining them for essence because it helps them become immortal. On the bigger picture, in today's relative society, they have created conditions that are draining people of their essence to keep them docile, to keep them asleep, to keep them controlled, to keep them as consumers, uh, and to keep them from questioning is kind of like the way how it's kind of more related in this sense. And so it's like, oh, if you want to be able to, like, prevent people from cultivating their willpower and starting to get curious and starting to think for themselves, what do you have to do? Keep their essence at like a baseline low. How do you do that? A, food is like one thing. B, like entertainment, usually like entertainment that's going to kind of be like mindless or reinforced, like self-destructive habits. And then C, you're talking about like pornography and habits and, and, and the sexual nature that we have of this society uh, where it is not educating people on the importance of like the sexual cultivation, which is like such an important topic that again, like I have no problem just chit chatting about it real quick, just within this broadcast. But it's one of those things where I had to find out by the time I was like 20 something. And I'm like, why did no one teach me this? Like, how come like, again, I had to read this in a book, which is talking about the ancient like mystics from like Taoism and everything like that. And they're basically just saying that, you know, like the, again, the energy that we expel when we orgasm, the seminal fluid, the, the elixir of life and, and the females have like their own, their own version of that as well. Like the, the Taoists, they basically just kind of refer to this idea um, like the ancient, the ancients of like the East, they would basically refer to this idea that there's like a certain type of that energy. Um, I think if I'm not mistaken, it would have been referred to as Jing, but basically they say that like within every incarnation, when a person comes into this lifetime, they actually only have a limited amount of Jing and, and Jing is actually like the life force essence that will deplete over time, but it's meant to last you your entire lifetime. And if you cultivate it aka save it aka not masturbate every day and just throw it away just because you've been conditioned into like valuing the pleasure over the long-term benefits of cultivating it then you're actually like taking away your life force and that's why so many people will be like 25 and they'll just like look haggard and 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 that's like what happens like when you're when you have your vitality like your face gets fuller your cheeks get fuller your skin changes your 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 field changes your energy changes your testosterone rises you just have like this charisma this willpower this desire to like want to like make a difference and help the world again this is from my own experience um and and again like when people who are just like constantly draining their own essence to to again like the the media and all the things that are controlling it um it basically is literally like taking away their life force and and that is like such a huge deal so so for everyone here again you know we just have to be aware of uh how we are continuing to to share our life force how we can continue to cultivate it and um yeah there there's like there's so many things out there to just like be aware of. And, and I really just encourage people to practice cultivating this and to practice using it for, for a higher purpose so that you can show up as like a badass artist, as a leader in your community, as a person who's like, you know, living a healthy life and getting things done and like helping others and just like going out of the way and being a part of the bigger story. So yeah, the whole dark crystal thing of the idea of like essence draining. Absolutely. That's like super, super real and it's happening. And I encourage people to just kind of like, you know, if, 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 if it's a conversation where you're comfortable and, and maybe you have some guy friends or something like that and just be like, Hey, like, you know, like, have you ever heard about like, you know, the idea that like the ancient mystics, like actually talk about this idea that that sexual energy is like super, super important and you shouldn't just be draining it. Because again, like it was one of those things where even growing up, it was just like, Oh, okay. Like I can, like, this could happen every night. I can just keep doing this. And no one tells you that. And then suddenly you get like to your, like your mid thirties and you've like emptied your tank 
already and then you're just like running off reserves for the rest of your life and and you can kind of like recultivate but again they talk about a very specific energy uh that doesn't actually re recultivate it it's they, it like actually is only like a limited amount so uh keep that in mind keep that in mind and, and start saving up right now and then again like that doesn't mean you're like neglecting yourself any sort of pleasures or anything like that it just means you have a much healthier relationship with how you are spending your essence how you are sharing your essence so just encouraging people to be more mindful and again the, the dark crystal series is a great series just to be able to to really bring that onto screen in a very powerful way to just be like oh my god like this is actually happening people are getting their essence drained out of them and they don't even realize it and, and so we as community just need to be able to like have these conversations and obviously it can go like it can go way beyond this. It's just kind of scratching the surface, but yeah, I just wanted to be able to share that with you. Cause I care. Cause I care about the people listening to this. And I think all of us need to be able to, you know, be aware of those little things. So for, for all the males out here, if, if that's somehow new to you, if somehow you haven't heard that, uh, look into it more, look up things by like Mantak Chia, uh, just look up like sexual cultivation. If you're interested in things like that, males and females, and, uh, absolutely just like encouraging you to bring it into more of your practice, develop more mindfulness with it and experience. Maybe if it's something where it's new to you, see what it feels like for like seven days. And you'll just be like, Holy crap. Like I feel way more self-confident. I feel way more nourished. I feel way more inspired. And, um, yeah. And when you're in those places where you're much more like with your energy, like fired up, then you're less likely to be, you know, like controlled and taken advantage of by culture and everything like that. So, uh, yeah. And then you start to like, literally like awaken, you like break out of the matrix as well. So, um, that fluid, that, that elixir, that essence, uh, is, uh, almost like, like spiritual, like, yeah, I think of it as like, like a spiritual fluid. It's very much a spiritual fluid. And then the, the other part of it is that like that fluid also correlates to like dream practice. And that's where we've definitely talked about this before in dream class, where if you want to be able to like astral project and get into lucid dreams, part of the practices for that is like continuing to cultivate that. Cause it, it, that fluid, like just to give you the anatomical perspective, literally begins at your base of your spine, your testes runs up your spine and literally goes up into your brain and like into your third eye. And so that's where like, you can actually like draw that energy up and, and move it around and, and move it through your different organs and help heal your body and just help accelerate uh, the natural abilities of, of your human being. So it's like that, that, is like your fuel for for your spiritual car and if you're constantly just like spilling it everywhere like that you're not getting the full experience of what it means to be a human uh, as well and and again and you're going to find yourself kind of like more susceptible to to just like you know doing things that aren't really in your best interest and things like that so that's why we need to like rise up together and reclaim our own sovereignty and and make sure that we're not getting our essence drained by the skexies and uh yeah and continue to to kick ass together and let others know that there is a there is a way uh willow any other thoughts on the dark crystal we can wrap this up now and, and start moving over to the next topic go ahead i would love to read a quick little thing did you did you get the lyrics is that what this is yes oh sweet okay go for it so there's an awesome two volume soundtrack to the dark crystal new show but there's also another thing on Netflix about the making of called The Crystal Calls. And the very last song on the soundtrack for that specifically is a song called Come Together. And it's not the Come Together written by the Beatles. This is a completely new song. And it's written by Matthew Hussey. And I'm not going to sing it. I'm just going to read it because it's pretty powerful. And I'd love you to actually check it out yourself. But this is what it says. 
Hush now, don't you cry. Even wings forget to fly. Darkness creeps close to light. Did you know you used to soar? We can ignite the fires, take back all the hours. Just when you think you lost your essence, you come back with resistance. When you're on the out, I'll pull your light back in. Stop the fall that you're in and the storms you weather. This could be the end or the start of something new. It depends on who comes together. And the calm winds call, bring back the age of old. We got a whispering hold, take back what we sold. We can ignite the fires, sing out with the choirs. Just when you think you're, you've lost your essence, you come back with resistance. When you're on the out, I'll pull your light back in. Stop the fall you're in and the storms you weather. This could be the end or the start of something new. It depends on who comes together. Very cool. Very powerful song. Yeah. That's awesome. Is that, is that song online yet? Do we know that? It is online. Um, the album is The Crystal Calls making the dark crystal age okay okay cool um cool cool. yeah and like i said it's song it's song number 15 it just came out this year i want to say within the last week or so and it's pretty powerful stuff and so so sorry maybe you said this and i just missed it was that song specifically written for the new dark crystal series or did it just happen to be similar to it this song was specifically written for the crystal calls which was the making of gotcha okay oh, the, yeah. the making of on netflix okay, right gotcha, gotcha. so it's still made for that world for that Correct. story it's yeah. just oh, interesting cool. to me because you know i on that same topic of what you were speaking of multiple ways of distracting us you know since the nazis we've been dealing with a change in our music from a frequency of nature which is two 432 hertz to a very high frequency that is actually agitating to the brain which is a 440 hertz and it's really interesting how most people don't know what the difference is between the two frequencies but if you do just a little bit of research there's a huge difference in the frequencies and i find it very interesting how music nowadays is mainly all 440 hertz and is basically meant to dull the crowds but when it comes to some stuff you really have to hunt for it but you can find what you're looking for if you hunt deeply and i I found it very interesting that this song was not on the actual soundtrack but is so much more powerful than any of the actual songs on the soundtrack pretty pretty ironic Cool. Well, I'll definitely have to check that out. Yeah, because I haven't checked out the the making of for the Dark Crystal yet. So I appreciate you bringing that to my attention. So my pleasure. That's cool. And, and forgetting the lyrics for that too. I know you went out of your way for that, so I appreciate it. Cool. All right. So uh, again, for everybody tuning into this, thank you so much. Uh, really just wrapping up the conversation on the Dark Crystal. Uh, first of all, thank you to Jim Henson. And thank you to the entire team and and the the team like his daughter's like working in the production as well so it's very much like a continuation of the family and and a lot of the people who are working on the first one continue to work on this one as well yeah willow i don't know if anyone knows but uh the movie the labyrinth 
the baby mm-hmm. in the actual movie was Brian Froud's son. And now Brian Froud's son has grown up and is working in the same industry. And the entire Froud family and the Henson family worked together for this Dark Crystal film. And there will Very be cool. a second series, guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Without having to explain how it ends, it def- I, I heard that that they're like doing. There's still more story to be told there. So, looking forward to seeing what Deet does. So that'll be fun. Man, I love those characters. Seriously, like I again, I watched it once. I'm looking forward to just going back and watching it, uh, watching it again. I actually like the first time I watched it. I I was like watching it while making Light Guardian crystals. Nice. So like a lot of the Light Guardian crystals that I was making was like like encoded with the with the whole series energy and everything like that. So that was pretty fun. That's bad. So yeah. So again, uh, for for everybody, uh, if you've seen the Dark Crystal series, leave a comment. Let us know what you thought. Uh, stay tuned for the video that I'll be doing for that eventually. It, it's who knows how long that will take? Like, I want to be able to like really dive into that, or maybe I'll break it up in parts. I could almost do like one per episode if I, if if the demand is there. Who knows? Maybe because there's a lot of symbolism. There's some like very some really like psychedelic scenes too as well that I'd love to just be able to get into with, with like the tree spirits and stuff like that. So uh, again. If you haven't seen the Dark Crystal series, go check it out. Watch it as a meditation. Watch it as a part of your practice. Watch it as, again, as a, seeing it as a story of consciousness, doing what it can to help wake itself up. And um, yeah, super, super excited to just be here alive in this time with the Dark Crystal series. I feel so feel so privileged. So. <laughs> cool. And you don't even have to, you don't have to go back and watch the original movie. Considering it's a prequel, you could almost like literally just start with the original series and then go watch it and everything. So very cool all right so let's switch gears and and like i said i wanted to be able to just take a few moments here we're not going to spend too too much time um we've already been going for how long we've been going now over an hour uh broadcast wise yeah almost almost 90 minutes eventually so what i want to do is i wanted to just kind of be able to like flip through uh one of the books that i got here we actually got a few books i might kind of like flip through a few of them um and just kind of like read some of the stuff that we open up to within the pages and this book is called everyday positive thinking and uh again i just wanted to be able to allow synchronicity to be able to join us here during the broadcast as we just kind of like flip to pages talk a little bit like like read some of the quotes and then just kind of practice talking about them and and me and me and willow will practice talking about them and and again thank you so much everyone for being here and uh yeah if you're tuned into this and and know that the invite for you to join on future broadcasts is always there and uh you can learn more about becoming a leading member by checking out the info in the youtube chat as well and uh yeah again like it's it's always like we always try to be able to like orchestrate things and there's a lot of people who wish they could be here and they're just busy right now so shout out to all the other leading members who are watching this into the future and to all the members of the community as well thank you so much and uh yeah i'm this broadcast it is what it is and then next week who knows we might have like 10 people tuned in or 10 people like in the in the hangout with us we shall see but either way let's uh let's just use the time that we have now to be able to continue to make the most of this broadcast and provide some awesome value for for you the listener and for for us as a community so i'm opening up this to this page right here and uh the first one that we have is actually by uh doreen virtue uh, a lot of people would know her uh she passed she passed away a couple not too long ago if i'm not mistaken willow are you familiar with doreen virtue yeah you are yeah yes yeah no i was just confirming she passed away like like not like only a couple years ago right i think yeah i think it was 2017 yeah 
Yeah, not too long ago. So um, there's actually a lot of the quotes in here are actually uh, Doreen Virtue quotes. So it's not like it's like the only one in here. But anyways, okay, I'll just read this. Okay, this quote here, first quote here, and then we'll, we'll, what this is what we'll do. I'll read through it, and then we'll just kind of talk about this one, see what it means to us, dive in a little bit deeper, and then we'll flip to another page, and we'll do this for probably about maybe like 20 minutes, and then we'll wrap up the broadcast. All right, so the first quote that I opened up to synchronistically, it says, you are more powerful than you realize. It's safe for you to be powerful. And I think that definitely resonates with what we were just talking about, like even with the dark crystals. So that's a nice little like segue there. So again, I'll reread that. And then Willow, your initial thoughts, like when you hear that, like how does that speak to your soul? You are more powerful than you realize. It's safe for you to be powerful. What are your thoughts? It's like a call to remember who we are. We're constantly being told otherwise and we need to trust ourselves much more that it's okay to trust yourself and follow your guiding light mm -hmm. yeah and, and and i'll just i'll just add in or, sorry was there more yeah it, it actually reminds me of a very random story about an article that i read some years ago regarding yosemite national park and how something was happening at the park tectonic plates were shifting and there was a notice by multiple people on multiple different platforms that animals had been leaving the park and then the actual park agency dropped a statement literally saying that we cannot listen to the intuitions of the animals just to make action. And that spoke to me, that spoke to me and told me that they do care more about the dollar. They care more about stealing you and your energy versus encouraging and cultivating you to be the true you. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and again, I think like even, even in a story like that, it's like, the person making that announcement probably was never encouraged to kind of like tap into that power within themselves too. So then it kind of like becomes like a generational thing where it's just kind of, yeah, like a per if, a per if a person doesn't even know like their own kind of like divine power, like their intuitive abilities and everything like that, it's like natural for them to just kind of like try and keep someone else in that same box. So I think, uh, and again, we're just going to kind of like focus really quickly on, on each one just so we can get through a few of them. So my quick thoughts when I hear that, again, the quote being, you are more powerful than you realize. It's safe for you to be powerful. Really that second part, it's safe for you to be powerful. Because again, that kind of goes with that quote of just like, you know, our biggest fear is being in, isn't being inadequate our biggest fear is becoming like more powerful than we can even comprehend or more powerful than we know type thing and i think uh, again in that sense like it's it's basically just kind of like saying that like it's okay for you to shine it's okay for you to like bring your art to the forefront it's okay for you to do a, to, to do what makes your heart sing to to be like a, you know like something that to do something that's very important to you and to step into your power um, because again, it's kind of like the universe actually wants that the universe loves courage and the universe is going to support that. And also knowing that it's like much important, it's much more, it's much bigger than just you. It's very important. And it's for you to be able to give permission to other, for other people to step into their own power, to their own creative ability, to be like, you know, like a Jedi dancing on the streets 
like some crazy person, AKA me. (laughs) (laughs) And, and, uh, um, yeah. And, and so again, I think like even that idea of thinking it's safe for you to be powerful, I think that just reinforces the value of community and how can we as community, uh, continue to create a supportive, inspiring and safe space where, where we can remind people and just be like, yeah, like we're here to be able to like practice shining together and absolutely the idea that you are more powerful than you realize that goes a long way uh especially when we just kind of again even start thinking about like the latent abilities that we are starting to tap into uh i i like this idea that as humans we've kind of gone through this evolutionary process where you know it's like we've kind of we look at things in this linear scale and then with humans it's like oh we've stopped evolving and it's like or have we and the evolution of what we're evolving into uh, i like the term homo luminous and it's basically this idea of kind of like bringing in the awareness of like our multi-dimensional capabilities and also like a lot of it is like the intuitive faculties the 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 multi-dimensional faculties such as like our like our imagination such as our intuition such as again like our heart our inspiration our gut feeling and this is like a big thing i'll just say this real quick because uh i talk about a lot in the broadcast i've done before with the waking up with wolf broadcast where i basically kind of like play out plant the seed show this picture of uh our shockers are basically like these energy points that receive information from beyond the future and and basically and the past so beyond the present moment and so basically we have this natural ability that's very very powerful where we can actually receive information from beyond the future and it helps us navigate the present with more grace and with more ease and so that shows up within us in our ability to be able to listen to our intuition when our, when that feeling comes to us and it's like, Ooh, like I should follow this. This is really something that like calls to my heart and it's really exciting. And then you do it and then you like network and then you like synchronistically meet someone. Or again, it might be something where it's like, Oh, like maybe I should go left instead of right. And then you like avoid some sort of like piano falling off a roof or something crazy like that. Right. And then at the same time, it can also be like the, 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 the inspiration, the imagination coming through opening up into again, like being a conduit for these higher conscious ideas and, and understanding that like that's what we are. We're like a bridge for higher conscious ideas. So, uh, absolutely. We literally are more powerful than we realize. And I think if honestly, I think in some ways it's probably, we are more powerful than we even can realize, which kind of like reminds me of that other quote of like, reality is not stranger than you suppose it's stranger than you can suppose. So it's like what we perceive ourselves as is even just like within a small lens of, of what we actually are. If we could really see what we are, we would be blown away. Um, because again, like essentially we're like literally eternal beings playing human, playing small, and we're intentionally playing small so that we've forgotten who we are. So we can go through this journey of like remembering and awakening. <clears throat> so that's very powerful. And, and again, a lot of people like talk about that where it's like at, at, at death, they kind of like awaken into like this like bigger version of themselves so yeah we are more powerful than we realize and it's safe it is safe for you to be powerful for you to shine your light for us to be permissionaries for for each other to be able to shine our light okay i'm gonna flip to another page here so what do we got all right okay julie morgenstern Improve your quality of life. Give yourself access to the things you use, you use and love by getting rid of the stuff you don't. I'm going to reread that. Improve your quality of life. Give yourself access to the things you use and love by getting, by getting rid of the stuff you don't. So 
Willow, I'll let you respond to that real quick. First, first thing that comes to mind on that. If you need me to reread it at all, let me know. First thing that comes to my mind is materialism and consumerism and being fed uh, knowledge that is untrue. I think we have to really tap into ourselves and realize what it is on the outside that can actually help the inside versus harming. Yeah, and, and, and again, it's interesting because like it, the the quote in here, it literally says like get by getting rid of stuff. Stuff often we think of as material, but absolutely stuff can be like thought programs. It can be limiting beliefs. It can be relationships. It can be, you know, like environments that we are in. Um, it can be habits as well. So again, I think that's a very, without having to go, like we don't have to talk too, too much on this one. We'll hit upon some other ones. But again, I see this one as just being a simple reminder that in order for us to be able to like make room for, for the new energy, we have to like clear out the stagnant energy. We have to clear out, we have to remove the things that are that are interrupting the flow that are creating the blockages and things like that. You know, we have to clean our metaphysical room. We have to purify ourselves. And that's kind of the thing is that even when we clean ourselves metaphorically, uh, it, it can also be done in, in, from a space of gratitude where it's just like, Oh, like that version of myself, like it served its purpose. It got me to where I am now, but it's like, now that part of me has to die and, and not die in like this, like super sad way, but like in a way where it's like, there's, there's another quote I saw today. It's like the only way to truly live, to be alive in this lifetime right now is to die before you die. And, and that basically, again, kind of means to like, kind of like kill the parts of yourself to go through this process of awakening. And it's interesting that the word awakening literally is the word wake and awake is like what you do following death. So again, like the process of awakening literally is referring to the process of something dying, something, something coming to an end. And that end might be like the, the disillusionment, you know, like, or, or, or the illusion that we're in the spell that we're under the sleepwalking that we're kind of going through. So, you know, there kind of might be the, the thing where you're just kind of living your life and things aren't really great, but you're just kind of going along with it anyways. And then someday like it just kind of snaps and you're just like, Oh shift. Like I need to like get rid of that toxic relationship that I'm in, or I need to be able to like stop hanging out with those people who aren't supporting my highest good. Or I need to like put down the cigarette or I need to like do something else. That's just clearly kind of like preventing me from opening myself in, in, up into new opportunities. So again, improve your quality of life, which should be a, should be a constant thing that we are always seeking to do in multiple avenues. Give yourself access to the things you use and love by getting rid of the stuff you don't. So clear, clear your space to be able to be open to receive more of what you love. And, and yeah, and I think that's definitely a very, very simple but powerful idea. Willow, any other thoughts on that one real quick? No, I think that's definitely right on the money. I, I keep seeing that same comment that you just said about stuff being others other things than just material and i think anyone trying to move forward into a higher state of enlightenment has to mourn the loss of the old mentality and accept that that has ended in order to actually move forward to a new mentality mm -hmm. 
absolutely yep absolutely no it's 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 a way of life you know like things things like go from cycles to cycles to cycles and and everything is like a stepping stone and and so if it's kind of one of those things where it's like, yeah, you know, like nothing lasts forever, but everything serves a purpose. Nothing is lost, nothing lasts, but nothing is lost to, to quote Terrence McKenna. So yeah, I think when we get rid of things, get rid of things from a place of gratitude as well, even when they were things that might not have felt like you would be grateful for them, like just be grateful for, for the lessons that they help teach you. So again, it's like, oh, that toxic relationship, like you're not grateful for the toxic relationship, but you're grateful that the circumstances like taught you more about creating healthy boundaries and stepping into your own perseverance and your own resiliency from, from that angle. Yeah. That, Will, did you want to say something? Yeah. Else? On that same note that it, from my experiences, it, most recently um, I had to accept that my leg was not going to work anymore and that I was not going to dance anymore. And that was a very big mourning phase for me where I very much felt extremely depressed because that was how I expressed myself. That was who I am, who I am. And now that I've actually accepted that that path in life has come to an end, I can take those experiences and use them in a new path. And I could only do that by letting go of the mourning stage of what I could no longer do. And for each person, it's different. Sometimes it can take a day, sometimes it could take a year, you never know. But I think for each of us, the only way we can move on and actually let go of that stuff is internally. Absolutely, yeah. And that's where, again, you know, kind of get into this get into a little bit of the conversation about like, you know, transmutation and, and absolutely just kind of like being able to, to transform what was once something that we might've seen as a shadow, but to be able to like turn it into something quite beautiful in, in its own way. So yeah, just reading a little bit of the comments in the chat, Stephanie on Facebook is saying like conquering the dark night to come to full light of spirit in the physical. So mm -hmm. absolutely, absolutely. We as souls, like we literally come here we literally come here to be able to like be, you know, again, transmuters, of, of energy to be able to transform like shadow to light and uh yeah and to be able to help like bring back balance by creating balance within ourselves. okay i'm gonna flip over to another page okay what do we got all right <clears throat> intimacy means i'll just this is by marianne williamson intimacy means that we're that we're safe enough to reveal the truth about ourselves in all its creative chaos, if a space is created in which two people are totally free to reveal their walls, then those walls in time will come down. Reread it. Intimacy means that we're safe enough to reveal the truth about ourselves in all its creative chaos. If a space is created in which two people are totally free to reveal their walls, then those walls in time will come down. All right. Willow, if you want to jump on that one first, let me know. Well, as a Gemini, I've just got to say that definitely resonates with me. Um, I definitely have some walls up against myself sometimes. But I think that the intimacy factor really has a lot to do with it because we... I think we deep down forget what true intimacy is. We see it very superficially 
and we may have to be reminded multiple times of what that is but the more kind of like even with communicating here the more we do it the better we get at it and the easier it becomes to actually let go of those walls that may be holding us back or holding us in yeah yeah no this this like this kind of goes back to the other quote that we had about being able to be like safe and showing your power um but yeah no i think again i'll just reread it intimacy means that we're safe enough to reveal the truth about ourselves in all its creative chaos i love that creative chaos like that's just kind of like acknowledging the fact that it's like oh what like you're human oh yeah that means that you've probably got like a little bit of like messiness to you but that's okay like that's actually like okay and and again to be able to like admit that acknowledge about it talk about it get it off your chest and to do it without having to feel shame uh, as well you know uh if a space is created in which two people are totally free to reveal their walls then those walls in time uh will come down so yeah again you know i i think the intimacy that we're talking about here by no means is, is it just like sexual intimacy i think intimacy is like again when you're really just in that place of presence with with someone and you're very just like there like you're just listening you're listening to their story you're just like open to their heart expressing its truth and you're there like kind of like seeing their soul from that namaste perspective that's a very intimate experience and i think we need to as society or even just you know as friends and community kind of like be open to creating more of like that intimate connection the true spirit connection as stephanie is saying in the chat i think that's a good way of putting it true spirit connection you're right like when we kind of like take away the layers spirit when it communicates to itself is very intimate there's like nothing really hidden um which again is 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 sometimes a little bit of a scary thing but it can also be uh, a very liberating and a very uh you know healing and a very empowering thing so how can we as as you know like people in community and friends and family and lovers with each other show up for the other person we're with our partners our friends or whoever and just be able to like help them feel safe enough to to be able to like express themselves on this intimate level um and in turn allow that to actually be a part of their own growth as well as their own healing as well because i mean we don't want to live our life with with our walls always up not to say the walls don't have purpose you know boundaries are a healthy thing and and everyone has the right to to kind of like you know like share certain things with who they want and everything but there's definitely parts of our soul that would love to be able to just share something and to just like be loved in, in return and and i think that's such a powerful idea for again for us as community to just be able to to reflect on the power of simply allowing someone to be heard allowing someone to share their story allowing someone to share their passions as well you know so intimacy means that we're safe enough to reveal the truth about ourselves in all its creative chaos if a space is created in which two people are totally free to reveal their walls then those walls in time will come down and and again you know like i think that's when that's that's when you really get the this kind of model for for what a healthy relationship can look like uh between two people who who really love each other is that when those two people 
when the relationship is very liberating, when, you know, it's like when you can be around that person and you can be that best friend with them, where you can be weird, you can be goofy, you can like make jokes and things like that. And it's accepted and it's love and it's seen. Uh, I think that's very important. You know, like sometimes people just be like, oh, like, I, I don't want to express myself because people are going to think I'm weird and then they're going to judge me and then they're going to ostracize me as well. Um, so again, I think it's very powerful for us to be able to like create space to honor the weird uh, inside of each other. And, and in a sense, also to be able to celebrate it as well as a unique uh, creative spark and expression of their soul. So cool. I think I think we forget as people that we too are made up of energies and that when we actually communicate back and forth, even if it is one-on-one -on -one or in a group setting, that that energy then flows only if the listening is happening, only if the connection is there. And that intimacy can be something even you know far greater than just a loving intimacy or a you know companionship intimacy, but can definitely be something that's even uh, guiding us individually. Absolutely. Cool. All right. Well, this is fun. Let's, let's do at least, uh, we'll do two more, maybe three more. We'll see. All right. And then we'll get close to wrapping this up. So, okay. And again, I do got like other books here. Um, actually I'm just going to open this one. I'll just open it up just for fun. <laughs> so this one, I kind of bought on a, bought on a whim. Uh, this one's like more of uh very blunt, but it's called Carpe the effing DM is what it's basically called. So, so seize the freaking day. So, uh, okay. So here's, here's another one that I just opened to real quick. It says life isn't about finding yourself. Life is about creating yourself. So I'm sure that's probably a quote that we've probably heard before. That's a George Bernard Shaw, but I'm sure it's been said in a, in many different ways. So again, life isn't about finding yourself. Life is about creating yourself. Um, I would say it's definitely both. Uh, I understand what, what, what they're saying there. Uh, Cause usually like sometimes people just say, it's like, Oh, it is just about finding yourself. Um, whereas this is about, no, it's more so about creating yourself. Um, but I would definitely say that from my own personal perspective, life is both about finding ourselves and, and creating ourselves. And, and it's really exciting when we think about this idea that there's like parts of ourselves that we're like meeting that we get to meet, you know? And, and so like, say for example, that there's like a part, there's, there's a part within yourself that's like a, a part that might be like a community facilitator, but you've never facilitated a community event before. And then suddenly you facilitate a community event. And then suddenly you get to show up and you do it and you succeed and you do it well. And it's like, you get to meet that part of yourself. You know, it's like that, that was a part of who you were that you hadn't seen yet until you kind of like went out of your way to create the circumstance to be able to like bring that self into into your story so um yeah so i like that idea of like being able to like meet ourselves as well as create ourselves as well as finding ourselves so uh either way it's definitely a journey okay i'm just gonna flip here i'm not gonna spend too much time on one thing or another okay oh this oh wow this is powerful look at everything as though you were seeing it for the first or last time Ooh, that's interesting. So just kind of like reflect on that. I know that's a very powerful practice um, to be able to 
you know, people talk about this to be able to like practice seeing through the eyes of a child, you know, to practice like, uh, like that's actually a meditation where you would go, you just like pretend whatever you're seeing right now that you're seeing it for the first time. So if you were seeing it for the first time, like imagine you're just like looking at your hand for the first time and you're just like in awe of it. You're just like so curious. You're so intrigued and you're just like, wow, like there's these, there's these like spirals on my fingertip. There's these little lines. They look like little tree branches. Like, oh my God, if I look close enough, I can like see like all of these little tiny, just like, like, oh my goodness. I don't even know what the words are for these, but there's just like so much magic literally just within my hand. And maybe there's a story to it. Maybe all these lines of like, say something about me. And and there's like scars on my hand that say something about my past as well. And it's like, oh my God. And then, you know, you go and you look at a tree and, and, and again, just like that idea of um, the quote here uh, is, again, look at everything as though you as though you were seeing it for the first or last time. And that again, like that idea, look at everything as if you were seeing it for the first and last time. So if you were seeing it for the first time, you'd be like, wow, this is amazing. This is so magical. This is so like magnificent. However, quite the juxtaposition to if you were seeing it for the last time and, and, and imagine that imagine next time you go through the woods, imagine like as a meditative practice, imagine that somehow you knew that this was like the last time that you were going to be physically here in this incarnation or something like that. How would you see those things differently? How would you just like look at the trees and just be like, wow, I'm just going to take this in. I'm just going to like really absorb this. I'm just going to really appreciate it. And I and I was actually thinking about creating a post today uh, in a similar nature where it was basically just going to say like, look around you. Everything that you see around you right now eventually will change, you know, eventually won't be there. And so we kind of go through these, these everyday experiences where it's just like, oh, you know, like our friends are there, you know, our loved ones are there, experiences are there, physical things are there. And then again, don't let it get to the point where you take it for granted. And then suddenly it's not there. And you're just like, Oh my God. So that, that idea of, of look at everything as though you were seeing it for the first time. And the last time is such a powerful way to, again, evoke both awe and wonder, but also to evoke deep gratitude and reverence and appreciation for the experience. So I think that's such a powerful quote. I might end up making that into like a meme as well uh, for, for Instagram. Uh, Willow, what are your what are your thoughts on that quote? It's interesting that you read that quote because I read that quote two days ago, and it happened to be at the same time as a Facebook memory came across my timeline, and it was from about five years ago or so, and it was the last time that I actually took a long stroll on the beach, and. I remember that day like it was yesterday. And at the time that I took that stroll, I didn't know that it would be my last time ever walking on the beach. But to look back upon that, I now have such more appreciation for that event because of that quote, the fact that I didn't know it at the time, but it would be the last time I would ever be in that scenario and I think for all of us we never truly know what we have lost until it's gone and sometimes by that point it's too longer it's it's no longer appreciated the same so if we really do take 
that extra time and really appreciate from the littlest of things to the sidewalk that we're walking on and how many people it took to actually create that sidewalk you know the littlest of things to the biggest of things it makes a really huge difference absolutely yeah no i think that i think that's just a great regular everyday practice to, to just kind of like practice being much more present with with all the things around us both the things and the people and the pets and everything and, and again you know like i even i was thinking about that today like not not even just like in a sad way but you know i was just like downstairs like petting my dog and i'm just like hmm like you know like he's probably got like I don't know how long, like, but no, like definitely like less than five years and, and five years would be a stretch, like maybe three years, maybe two years, maybe one year. I don't know. Like, I, that's the thing. Like sometimes like you, some, something could happen. And, and I know people have had experienced that a lot where, you know, like something could suddenly happen with a pet and suddenly they're gone in like a day or something like that. Right. So it's just like every day without trying to focus on it through like the lens of sadness but just like the lens of being able to like express your love and just to be able to be grateful and just for being here in this human experience to be incarnated on this plane at this time and to really just be able to absorb and appreciate the gifts that we have that are just by their very nature transient. You know, it's this idea of Annika. Annika means like, yeah, like that which does not last. Like it's the transient nature of this reality, reality the Annika existence. So very powerful. Okay, let's. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna open up another one from from this book. This book I like. Um. So and then we'll just do like one or two more, and then we're gonna wrap this up here. So let's see what we got. Um. <clears throat> oh, okay. Yeah. So this again, this one's kind of similar, but that's all right. It says there are always flowers for those who want to see them. So I'll let I'll let Willow just kind of interpret that one as literal as it is it's also very metaphorical there are always flowers for those who want to see them what do you think willow um i think it reminds me of the very first magic shop that i ever went into where the lady working in the store said mind the fairies and i was very confused and she said the fairies will show themselves if you want to see them. And she went on to explain how magic existed all around us and the average person doesn't see it because they have to want to see it. And that quote really makes me remember that, especially because that's like every single aspect of our life. You know, the beauty is there if we want to see it. If we only want to see the negative, then we'll see only the negative because we have that power. But ultimately, if we see the positive, that's what's going to move our hearts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And again, I, I love that because it really because it brings it back to choice. It brings it back to sovereignty, you know, and, and, and there's like there's a talk that I was listening to not too long ago. And it was literally just like reinforcing this idea that like happiness is a choice, you know, and like that's not to say like, 
you avoid suffering and, and things like that. But literally that's this person, that's what it came down to. Like they were kind of saying, you know, like I was so obsessed with like drama and, and everything was such a big deal for me, but it was just draining and my relationship was draining and I was convinced that I had to live this way. And eventually like my soul was just like, no, like this isn't how I have to live. Like there is a choice here and I choose happiness. I choose to, you know, do the work to change the scenario to, you know, put myself in an environment that's going to be able to help make it easier to tap into that. And um, yeah, again, you know, I think it's one of those things where that idea, there are always flowers for those who want to see them. Uh, absolutely. I think it's one of those things where from a higher perspective as multidimensional beings, flowers can also, again, just kind of be thought of as like the silver lining, the gratitude, the magic, uh, as you were saying as well. And um, yeah, and, and I think, it's, it's important to surround ourselves with people who practice seeing the flowers because then it makes it more of a habit for us, right? Like, and that's, that's the thing. If you're surrounded by people who are always like bitching and complaining about politics and that's all they talk about, then that's probably all you think about. But if you're around people that are just like, yo, like I was out in the park today and it was so beautiful and I had a great encounter and then I went, you know, did all this and that and that. And then you created this conversation and it really just reinforces and Again, like that's what we were saying, like this, this whole idea of just this conversation here about positivity is positivity is a practice. It's something that can be learned. It's something that it's a skill that can be developed. It's something that can actually be nurtured and cultivated over time. So again, when we understand that, that it is really a choice for choosing how we, how we choose to look at things. And, and it is, again, it's going back to that paradigm shift as well. So, okay. I'm going to flip this up. Okay, so we'll just do, yeah, we'll just do two more. So officially two more after this point. Okay, let's see what we got here. Mm -mm. Oh, this one's interesting. Some days there won't be a song in your heart. Sing anyway. Emery Austin. Interesting, interesting. What do we think about that one, Willow? Some days there won't be a song in your heart. Sing anyway. That speaks to me for sorrow and weight of the world and how sometimes we have to remember we're imperfect, but sometimes we can't handle everything that's happening, but that's okay. Keep going. We aren't meant to handle everything. That's why we have each other. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, that's, you're right. I, I, I didn't even, I didn't even really see that at first. The idea of thinking like some days there won't be a song in your heart. Um, so if you just look at it that way, that idea of just, yeah, thinking it's like, when, when is, when, when are there often not songs in a heart? Yeah. It's like maybe when we're sad, but then again, like sometimes when we're sad, maybe there's a sad song in our heart. I was, I was, I was even kind of thinking of it almost from the idea of just like, not feeling inspired was kind of my my initial thought like the idea is some days there won't be a song in your heart sing anyway so it's kind of the other way that i was seeing it was this idea of like oh what like you're you're not feeling inspired well practice cultivating that inspiration like practice being inspired just by allowing the inspiration to practice coming through you you know so it's like it's one of those things where once you kind of create the momentum then like things get easier and things like that it's just like you know for a songwriter if, if we were taking this literally if they're just like oh like there's nothing there there's nothing there there's nothing there but if they were just like whatever whatever i'm just 
I, I don't care. Like no one's judging me. I'm just going to do whatever comes to my head. And, and it's maybe it's going to sound stupid to me at first, but then you do it and then you start kind of creating momentum and then you just start playing with it, really focus on, on the emphasis of play. And then eventually, you know, like a song actually comes out, music comes out. So um, I think again, for, for us as creative individuals, we have to practice again kind of what i was talking about earlier will you you had stepped away briefly um but i was talking about literally just like going into the woods and just like practicing like talking to ourselves and practicing asking ourselves questions and asking ourselves what we're excited about and like singing in the woods and things like that and um when we practice just kind of like being conduits like that's the thing like even though it's not that there's ever not a song in our heart it's just kind of how much the creative flow is flowing in that moment. So if we allow ourselves to practice being able to tap into that creative flow, then we can always kind of allow ourselves to to bring forth that song that is ever present. There's always creative energy flowing in any given moment, just ready for us to tap into it. So again, that's where it comes back to the practice of this for us to be able to be able to practice like bringing inspiration into our field by by opening ourselves up to be a channel for this uh creative energy uh the the term that i like is the term i i often use it's it's referred to as the awen a-w-e-n this is a term usually used in like nordic uh way of explaining it where the awen is like the creative energy so like when you would have like bards you know people who would sing or just like make music or play instruments and things like that that's what they would talk about be like oh that person's very good at like letting the all win flow through them so again it's it's a practice and one of the ways how we practice is by practicing like one of the ways we get better is by practicing and, and again and this can also go back to the other things that we were talking about be about the importance of being able to be in a supportive environment that encourages this opposed to being an environment where again you know like you might try singing anyways and then someone's like oh that sounds stupid shut up and then that person stops singing that you hate to see that happen so we want to be the type of community and you know people listening to this the type of friends and 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 anyone who are able to like encourage people to be able to sing literally and metaphorically to be able to practice expressing themselves knowing that that helps them get more creative uh in in the long run as well there's a quick thing i'll just say real quick and then we'll just get into one more um it was basically like this study of uh they like had like adults and then they had kids and they had them in like two different studies and they gave the adults these like instruments and they told them to play and the adults were like very timid they were like ah like i i can't like i can't i can't play that guitar like i can't play it i i just i just can't play it and, and it's like, what? Like, that doesn't even make sense, right? Like, whereas, like, a kid, it's just, like, play that guitar, and the kid's like, sweet, I'm gonna play with it, you know? I'm, I'm just gonna make noise. I'm just gonna, like, start hitting strings and just start, like, playing it and just, like, allow my heart to have fun and everything like that. And so it's, it's we get into this mental block within ourselves where it's just like, oh, I'm not allowed to try something creative because I'm gonna suck at it. Well, to quote Adventure Time, uh, you know, sucking is just the first step towards getting really good at something. So you have to kind of give yourself that permission to be like yeah i don't know how to play a guitar but i know how to play with it and i know how to show up and then honestly like without even knowing how to play a guitar you can still like make up any sort of song so again i think that's where as community we can kind of create that example of bringing in that like that that carefree that childlike sort of like vibration of just being able to play and get creative and sing anyways even when we don't think that there's a song inside of us so willow anything else you want to add to that one before we get into one more yeah, I think that's a really key factor when it comes to children 
you know, that's one of the reasons why children are both so protected, but also most taken advantage of. And I think it's because of that innocence that connects them to not only the song of the universe, but it, it connects them to their own creativity. And we have to, we have to cultivate that not only in ourselves, but especially in, in our children, because they are the future. And I don't know about you or anyone watching this, but my parents were very negative, very anti-creativity, very much followers. And from a very young age, I had not just knowledge that didn't really make sense, but I also had imagination of things that I had never seen before. And the older I got, I actually started doing research on that because I was confused on how at like five and six years old, I was dreaming of things that I had never even seen before, yet I knew it. And it's because of that essence of innocence that we can actually tap into a much greater knowledge at a much younger age when we're still as pure as possible. And it's the older that we get that we start forgetting and we start succumbing to the negativity and we start closing down those walls. And with practice, we can keep going. We can keep our brains young. And prime example, Einstein. You know, Einstein, by the time he died, his brain was actually examined after his death. And I believe it was between six and 13 years old or something like that. So he still had the mind of a youthful child, but it was only because he practiced it literally every single day. He never wasted that muscle. And all of the creativity that lies within us is there. It's just a matter of being tapped into. Awesome. I love that. I love that. And, and again, going back to this idea of thinking about creativity as like a, a metaphysical muscle that, that, that we can develop and we can flex and, and absolutely. And, and the best way to be able to do that is to just be able to, to practice, to be able to have the space where we can do so, where we can do so without shame and judgment and everything. So, so important. So absolutely. Cool. All right. Thank you, Willow. Okay. Last, last one for, for now. And yeah, I'm just going to do one more out of this book, this book I, I, I like. Okay. All right. <clears throat> okay. Uh, I'll just read the first one here on the right. It says, attitude is everything. So that's a very, that's a very short quote, but then I'm just going to reread the one on the next to it. Anyways, it says, be who you've always wanted to be, be a freaking astronaut if you want. So, <laughs> so yeah. So again, the, the attitude is everything. Again, I literally said that before again, like attitude is attitude determines your altitude uh, is and that can be cultivated a paradigm that we can create for ourselves. So what if, what if your, your attitude, you're just like, Oh, like my attitude is like very optimistic, but it actually comes from like a, a deep wisdom within my heart that has shown me that the universe is actually here to like 
help me grow and to love me in in all the infinite ways in which it does and for me to be able to know that like everything is still like happening for a reason and it's very like mystical way and everything and and for me to just be able to like again going back to like this space of gratitude so i think a lot of people have trouble um like no like you can say attitude is everything to them um but they won't always jump into a positive attitude and a lot of people are kind of like stuck in this place of apathy in, in, in now and days and and that's where again i think the the attitude also comes uh from the excitement that we can cultivate by the stories that we are telling and and i think that as you know what i try to do with these broadcasts part of my intention is to help create this this newer story which is in itself an old story but the shared story uh that this is a story of again like you know like shifters coming together to be able to help make a difference in this world light guardians this is a resurgence of the light guardians like i want it to feel like it's like an epic mythos and for people to feel like they're a part of that and for people to be like oh my god i have a place within this story i have a role to play within this story and this story actually like gives me hope because I see other people out there making a difference. I see other people out there taking action, doing free hugs, expressing their, singing their songs, expressing themselves, dancing, you know, making art and all and leading others and everything like that. And so again, I think when it comes to attitude is everything, um, the, the other side of that is how do we cultivate a positive attitude? And I think that goes hand in hand with the story that we are telling and also the idea of like, being able to tap into the deeper wisdom of understanding the divine intelligence of the universe and our place within it as multidimensional beings and seeing ourselves as like more than just like the small thing that that society wants to convince us that we are type thing so so yeah that's so that's what i think uh willow anything else to say on that uh attitude is everything or be 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 who you've always wanted to be be a freaking astronaut if you want yeah <laughs> I, I think that I think it just kind of falls back on that mentality of, you know, what we cultivate and what we practice. You know, I definitely think we have much more unlimited abilities than we're taught. But I think the reason why we're not taught so much like we used to is because the corporate entity has taken over the mystic memories. And what I mean by that is there's so much mythos from the last hundreds, 200, 300 years and beyond that we've kind of just turned into mythology, like it didn't really happen. But in reality, it was stories that had to be told for a purpose to actually spread knowledge or wisdom or truth. And I think even today, there's a lot of different tribes out there that are coming together and fighting this darkness together because we can't do it alone. And those who think that they can do it alone, you're kind of on the right path, but ultimately it's a lie because ultimately alone, we fail. Only together do we actually ascend. And I think when it comes to attitude being everything, it falls back on positivity. You know, the more positivity you put out there, the more positivity you will see in return. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and it's interesting just listening to you talk about that because there's just one thing that kind of popped into my head. The idea of the word alone is literally like all one, like spelt all one, which is kind of like one of those things. It's like even when you think you're alone, you're actually still all one. Like you're actually still like a part of the bigger whole type thing. So, yeah, definitely seeing that. And uh, yeah, no, absolutely. At the end, again, I, I think it, I think it's 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 not just simply to say like hey always be positive but it's to always like keep that 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 understanding within your heart that you know like there's a bigger story that's going on because to to always to say always be positive some people some people would take that in a very literal way and just basically say like, oh, so I shouldn't feel sad and I shouldn't feel angry and I shouldn't feel depressed and things like that. But it's like, no, like you should, you should, you should feel those feelings, but feel them from a positive mindset of knowing that they themselves are actually like catalysts for more of your growth. Like that's actually a big shift in itself. It's like, can you feel negative emotions with a positive mindset? Can you actually like see them as lessons, as teachers and as like parts of yourself where you can be like, wow, I'm so grateful that I can feel so deeply to feel like in the depths of my own sorrow is actually me like coming to that place where you're like literally like at the like you're like you're like touching God. Like I know people talk about that in like in the depths of grief that is actually like a very psychedelic space where you're like literally coming like very close to like an essence of like connecting with God in a sense. So again, I think it's, it's understanding that having a positive attitude uh, comes from also understanding a deeper truth within our heart of being able to see like the bigger story that's happening here. And, And absolutely, again, it's, even with the idea of like rising, you know, rising up in, in resistance to re- reference a dark crystal, um, even like the, the idea of like resistance, that's a very powerful word. But again, you know, when it comes to like fighting the dark forces and things like that, I think the other thing that we have to keep in mind is that from the very bigger, bigger picture is to understand that even that darkness is still us. Like it's all us and that's kind of the big thing that i think can be a shift is that when you understand that it becomes less about us versus them and more about us and them versus the problem type thing you know so it's like and that's and i've talked about this before we were talking about specifically even like going back to like the amazon and and that whole catalyst where it's like if we as light workers are always kind of projecting this idea that it's like oh that's the enemy that's the bad guy that's the darkness and things like that it's like mm the darkness is much bigger than just like one thing alone. And it's not just in them because it's in us as well. And it is all us. And so like how like that is like you don't defeat the darkness just by like hitting it with a hammer and things like that. Like you actually hit it. You, you actually you actually transmute it by healing it. You actually transmute it by creating space for for you to be able to like love it and things like that. And of course, you know, take that with a grain of salt. And some people are going to say like, oh, you know, that's not very relative uh, in every circumstance. Um, But I think there is like a deep, deep truth to just being able to, to kind of like see things from that higher perspective. um, And to understand that, like, yeah, it's not so much just about like defeating the darkness, but it's about transmuting it. And, And to understand that again, you know, like, the circle around the yin yang is the truth that all is light. 
like the, it's not even like black and white it's not light and dark it's like literally all just light and wherever there is light there will always be shadow and and that's and and, and again like even like that like that little shift in itself to just think like instead of thinking it of light versus dark think of it as light versus shadow because like what is shadow like shadow is like a side effect of like what happens when there's like infinite light and then light not always in certain spaces you get shadow and everything like that so shadow is just like another part of the light as well you can't have one without the other so um yeah again i really just invite everybody here to just kind of like bring in more accountability when it comes to your attitude and what are you doing to help cultivate a positive attitude you know surround yourself with other people who are also in the practice of doing so create the environment that's going to support this create create the the ecosystem within your own body that's going to allow you to feel this shake your body get up and dance move that energy around if it's stagnant like get it out of your system shake it out um you know like practice eating healthier food practice like feeling good practice singing your songs practice doing the things you love all of these things are very important because they're all going to help like help create like a very like positive ecosystem within your own being within your own field that makes it easy to tap in to that that positive mindset within that positivity so and and again yeah really just seeing that that we're all part of of this bigger story and we all have a part to be able to share and i really just want to take a moment here for everybody listening to really just like honor like all that you are doing to be able to like transmute all the experiences that you're going through and and to just be able to have like done it from a very deep place of bravery a very deep place of courage like every single one of us came into this life to be able to like help transmute the darkness and and again and that is like a very very important part of our of our experience as human beings and it takes a lot of courage and that's why like as community we just want to be able to like hold space and acknowledge like the work that is being done by each and every single one of us. And a lot of that work is not work that is even seen. It's a very internal process. So for every single person who is, again, kind of like, and I don't just want to say fighting their own battles, but more so dancing with their shadows is, is probably like one of the ways that you can think of it. I really just want to like say that, like, I see, I see the work that you are doing. I see the dance that is unfolding for you and I love you. And thank you. Thank you for showing up in, in doing so. Because again, by you doing that within yourself, you are literally making a difference within the entire collective. It's all holographic. It's all fractal, right? So by you being able to like see the darkness and the shadow within yourself and like send it love and help transmute it and help create space for its like own healing and to transform it back into its like pure form of light and everything like that to like remove the dirt and stuff like that. Like that literally makes a difference in the entire collective field so for all the darkness that's out there we are helping we are helping shift it by simply like working on the darkness within ourselves. again the darkness that we see out there all the darkness that's literally again like in the corruption and the politicians and the corporations and all that the the, the stuff that we, that we're observing that we're just like oh that's not right that darkness is the exact same darkness that is inside us so instead of having to go outside and 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 do it which is part of the work we can also literally help do the work by doing the work within our own heart within our own fields so awesome so again thank you everyone for being super courageous awesome cosmic badasses and for leveling up here as a team and for creating this this safe exciting inspirational space for us as community and for helping cultivate our own since this broadcast and again i just want you to be able to like encourage 
like give yourself like some challenges give yourself some like intentional objectives where you're like i'm gonna go like pick up garbage today you know like that's like helping in a very simple way it's like i'm gonna go talk to a stranger on the bus like that was something where like i did it over the weekend where i'm like i'm like oh i'm like oh man i'm just gonna do something crazy right now i'm gonna i'm gonna talk to that lady on the bus and compliment her shoes like so crazy like that's such a crazy idea right it's such a rebellious thing and just like spark up a conversation with this with this old lady on the bus so but again you know like the little things make the big difference so for everybody here thank you thank you for for continuing to help shift the paradigms for being light guardians for being shifters and for for doing all the things that you do and for all the things that you're here to do and for becoming the the astronaut that you are be who be who you want be that astronaut that's what that other quote was. So. Thank you. But yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Willow. And and yeah, passing over to you, Willow. Any any other closing thoughts as we get ready to, to wrap up this broadcast? Either just gratitude for the team or for the people listening. Anything that you want them to kind of leave with? Appreciation. Appreciation for yourselves and appreciation for all that encompasses who we are. I think that I know for me myself, I try to appreciate, but I always realize I could always appreciate a little bit more. So that gratitude means Absolutely. a lot. Absolutely. Beautiful. Awesome. So with that said, thank you again, everyone, for, for listening and joining in for, for another broadcast here through Paradigm Shift Central for our Synergy Circle today. And uh, yeah, if you're listening to this in the future, be sure to hit the like button on YouTube. It is always super appreciated. And that way it sends it up in the algorithms and it recommends it so that more people can synchronistically find it and go ahead and leave some comments as well. Leave some comments, like even just write down below, you know, like what does having a positive mindset mean to you or, or write down something from the episode that really like meant something to you. So always appreciated. And again, be sure to check out more at paradigmshiftcentral.com. You can join our team chat, uh, our private Discord server there. And uh, you can also download our mobile app. You can subscribe to Paradigm Shift Radio on iTunes. Make sure uh, you're subscribed on YouTube if you're not already yet at Skull Babylon. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Mystic Spider-Man as well. And uh, yeah, thank you again to our Patreon supporters. If you if you really enjoy these broadcasts and, and you're making a habit of tuning in, thank you. And definitely consider signing up for the Patreon to help us continue to increase the global impact so we can reach more people and share more of this positive mindset and invite more people to be a part of this epic story that we're creating as we rise up against the Skeksis and transmute <laughs> the darkening within our own, within our own hearts and, uh, and and help purify the 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 crystal of truth. That's right. Get get your light guardian crystals out. So <laughs> for <a> thrall. <laughs> so so thank really you again everyone dark crystal for sure if you want to hear more i know yeah and, and go watch dark crystal again that's that's your homework right go watch dark crystal and get inspired by that as well so awesome awesome so uh if anybody ever ha wants to reach out you can always find me on uh, instagram at mystic spider-man that's one of the easiest ways to just be able to send me a dm let me know that you listen to this i love just being able to hear your feedback and and tell me about how the shift is going on your end. I love being able to connect with you. And and again, please feel free to learn more about becoming a leading member if you'd like to get more involved with these broadcasts and join on air. And uh, yeah, stay tuned for, for many more future broadcasts with myself and other members of the community as we continue to, to kick butt and shift the paradigms together. So with that said, my name is Brendan, aka Mystic Spider-Man, Skull Babylon, Skull the Wolf. And uh, on behalf of myself and Willow, 
Thank you so much. And Willow, join me in saying good night, everyone, or good evening or good morning and, and wishing you an awesome shifty day. So until next time and share this broadcast with your friends. So, all right, say, say good night, make some noise, send some good love. Night. Arr, arr, arr. Awesome. All right. Thank you again, everyone. Much love, peace, wholeness, and we shall see you in the future. Much love. So please feel free to check out questitemshop.com to get your light guardian crystals, shift buttons, and more. Awesome. Thanks again to you. Much love.